Welcome back, you Wyoming knuckleheads. Today is 420. What's up, man? <laughs> I can't do a good Cheech and Chong impression. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> um, just to clarify, Zach and I do not do that, uh, that Cheech and Chong do. Um, but uh, we enjoy right. We enjoy good. Doesn't mean we can't laugh at it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those are great skits, great movies, yeah. uh, Cheech and Chong. So it's uh, we are recording on April 20th, 2021. Um, I do want to give a recap, Zach, because I think our last uh, Give No Ground was really good. Um, our last Give No Ground, we talked about ghost guns. You yeah. know, Zach, you did a great job of what that is and kind of some other Biden administration stuff. Yep. Um, we also did a very deep legislative recap. Um, so make sure you guys go check that out. Um, I think it was yeah. very good and, um, absolutely we need to promote ourselves more. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, today it's going to be short and quick. I think not a whole lot going on. Um, but we do have some new bills, some new state legislative bills, um, that we can talk about. Um, some of them are in front of the governor. So we want to hit on those. Um, Liz Cheney, uh, has been in the news. Um, she has an interesting stance on the middle East. Zach and I, we haven't even talked about it, but I put in there kind of, I want to hear what Zach's thoughts is on yeah. that. So, um, other than that, you know, that's, that's all we're going to majority, majority of it. That's what we're going to cover. So we'll jump right into it. Um, first and foremost to one of our partners, DYT solutions. Um, if you guys need custom digital marketing solutions for your company or brand, and that's all across Wyoming or just here, Sheridan, um, go to their website, DYT solutions, WY.com. Um, they've got a new website up, um, reach out to them and, uh, they can help you with anything that you need. So, um, Zach, first and foremost, man, this is interesting. Uh, Wyoming energy authority, um, has, has released some energy grants. Yeah. I think it's clear. It's needs to be clear that this is outside, um, like this isn't part of COVID or anything like that right. and all those bailouts. Right. Um, this, this, you know, we've hit on it before. The federal government gives out tons of federal money, bailouts, grants, whatever you want to call them for renewable technology. That's what yeah. it is. Um, yep. You know, yeah, it's good, you know, because these grants allow residential, this, allow, this allows businesses, and then this is opened up for schools if they want to make their building more efficient, if they want solar panels, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So, like, I'm not going to bash it too much, but just underlining no, here's more federal money, you know, that's just getting pumped, right. pumped in, um, you know, inflating the price of energy, but, you know. Right. Well, uh, I read the story and I mean, it sounds good. It sounds, uh, it sounds like they're going to kind of upgrade some of the, sure. you know, things in schools. So, um, but yeah, again, at the same time, it's, it's, it's federally funded. Yes. Right? So it's like you said, it's inflating that price for people like you and I to go and get these, yep. uh, these things. It's not making it cheaper by any means. No. Um, maybe, uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. So, I mean, yeah, you know, it's. I guess this is good. Schools are going to get updated. I'm sure there's a lot of schools across the state that really need some sure, sort of updating sure. to them. So, um, that's what I mean. Like, and this is why it sounds good and it's great, but I mean, this is where, um, you know, we'll get into the budget of the state of Wyoming, but like there comes a point though, where you have to start making decisions about, okay, we only have X amount of money. We need to put these two priorities. Right. Um, so anyways, but I mean, it's good. Uh, the grants aren't too huge because they're, they're, they're really intended for 
kind of like residential or businesses, yeah. you know, to, to, if you want to upgrade to a solar panel or something like that. So, which is good. I think, you know, that should be done, but anyways, right. right. Um, this is interesting. I think this is our only, um, local news for Sheridan, um, is apparently the Wyo theater, um, had to go in front of the city council to get like an electric sign. What? And like, I understand like there's probably, there's probably, there's probably variances, right. Of yeah. how big it can be and how bright and all that stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, it sounded like from the article, it sounded like it took a long time to like get this approved. And then it was a close vote. It was, it was five to four, you know, mayor, mayor Bridger had to kind of jump in and, and give it approval. Interesting. Um, I'm just curious why, why does the city have such a big say in this? You know, cause the mint has a neon sign, right? You know, there's some other businesses that have neon signs. So like what, you know, unless the YO theater was trying to do something outrageous, you know, but it's kind of like, I think it's pretty easy. You can do like, Hey, you know, at 11 o'clock at night, you got to turn <laughs> it off, you know, or <laughs> right. It's, uh, it, it is interesting because I mean, you have to remember Main Street is is basically is the state highway essentially like it 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 counts as that so um and there is like the the rules on signage uh, and stuff like that you know on on sure 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 on state highway especially like Main Street there's just how many signs you can have but it doesn't again that seems like that would be a state issue the yeah, state has be the to city. have to decide not yeah. the city um so <laughs> I don't know um. <laughs> That's a shot. We need, no, just kidding. We need, we need to start implementing that rule. Um, I don't, I just, I just, Zach, this is why we started the show is we need to ask these questions, especially in local government. Like why, you know, the article, this is from Sheridan media. There's no like explanation to why the city, why the Wyo theater had to get permission from the city. I want to, why, why, why are we, why does a business have to go to the city and say, Hey, I want to put up this sign. Yeah. It's your business. Like what, what do we like, again, like if it's outreaching over the street, like, yeah, you can't obviously do that, but yeah, you know, right. Um, it's, it is interesting. The mint, the, again, the mint has a neon sign. So, okay. So, right. Are they grandfathered in? I'm sure they're not grandfathered into whatever the variances are. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, It's, it is interesting. Um, I wish this article maybe did a better job explaining it, but well, well, uh, we ran into mayor Bridger and we'll, we'll get him back on. Maybe this is one of those questions we'll ask him. Um, and some of the other city council members. So anyways, I thought that was an interesting article. Uh, but good in good news, the YO theater will, you know, they did get approved. So they will have a new sign, which I think will be good. Um, you want to preserve history as much as possible, but you got to also, you know, get with the times and, uh, they need to update that sign a little bit. So anyways, um, last thing I found this, Zach, this is, um, something the state has used. Um, they obviously use some cares, you know, some COVID money for this, Mm -hmm. which I wonder how much they, you know, I wonder how much the consultants charge to set up a website, but anyways, right. Um, so shopwyoming.com is a, is a free e-commerce site for any Wyoming business. So I think it's good. You know, I think that's awesome. It's a great idea. Should we have used our COVID money for that? I don't know. And paid people to set up a website. Okay. We can debate that all day long, but it's a free 
it's a free thing. So any business, anybody that sells stuff, makes stuff in Wyoming, you can go on there and get it. I'm looking at it right now. Um, I think maybe go be wild. will go on there. Um, I'll try and figure out how we do that, but, <laughs> um, seems to be running smoothly. It's got a big old thing, you know, business directory, all that stuff. So cool. Kind of cool. Um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. We can kind of, I can see all these businesses, all these different businesses. So anyways, so that was kind of a, I ran into that. So, um, all right. Well, let's jump into some state news here, Zach. Yeah. Before we do that, I do want to give a shout out to uh, one of our original sponsors, Jess Hattervig at ERA Care Realty. If you're looking to buy a home or build a home up here in Sheridan, you'll need a realtor to help you find the lot, get get with a contractor. Um, contractors up here are two to three years out. They're so busy. Yeah. So you better get wow. with one now and start planning. Um, or... If you're looking to, hey, I want to retire, go move to Arizona. I've lived up here and shared in my whole life and I'm looking to sell. That's one of the biggest problems. They don't have any houses for sale up here. So yep. realtors are looking to to market your home for you. Give Jess a call, 307-751-6924. And Zach, let's give another shout out to another sponsor there too. Yeah. Uh, this next sponsor here is Alpha Graphics of Sheridan. And I should, we should back up i guess we shouldn't be calling them sponsors yeah, anymore we, we have That's some new language <laughs> uh our advertiser there you go uh is alpha graphics of sheridan they have a full variety of printing needs for any business or brand as well they can help you with web design uh social media marketing and more give them a call today at 307-674-6277 Awesome. All right, Zach. Um, pretty short stuff on state news. And, yeah. then, and then we've got kind of a heavy, I wouldn't say heavy, but we're going to focus our stuff on give no ground. Um, so currently right now in front of the governor is Senate file 157. It's called the property rights bill. Um, from what I can gather, this came out of Jackson, out of Teton County. Um, I think we talked about this last or no, we didn't. Sorry. So, um, yeah. what happened is there was a family that owns a ranch outside of Jackson, outside of the city and, um, the patriarchy dies. Um, and so the family in, in paying taxes and, you know, estate planning, um, they need to break up the ranch. Yep. So in doing that, they, you know, they're trying to get into a deal with the city of Jackson and say, Hey, okay, we've got some property, um, that you guys can annex in, into the city. Um, and this would be affordable housing from it. What it, from what it sounds like. Yep. Um, in short, the city of Jackson is trying to, um, you know, force, force what they want that property to be, which mm -hmm. they cannot do under Wyoming state statute. There's title 15, um, which in essence says, no, you can't, you know, the city is, you can't do that. You can't hold, you know, your, your municipality stuff hostage, um, yeah. for somebody to do that. So, um, we'll cover this more, but so the bill Senate 157, what it really does is just clears it up and says, Hey, look, no city in the state of Wyoming can oversee Wyoming state statutes which I think is, uh, I think that's fair to say. Right. I think that goes for anything. <laughs> so, yeah. Right. Um, so that's all it does. We'll cover that here a little bit more, Zach. So um, just want to touch on that. So it's a very important property rights bill because if you remember here in Sheridan, we've talked about that golf course that got subdivided and, and is getting annexed into the city. Yep. So it'd be exactly the same thing if the city of Sheridan said, nope, 
you're going to do it this way. And you've got this developer and property owner like, well, hold on. Like, so, you know, and, and this is very basic. I'm, I'm explaining this very basically, but that's in short what it would be is the city holding them hostage saying, nope, you have to do it this way or the highway. And it's kind of like, no, that's not how this works. Right. Okay. If you're, if we're agreeing that you're going to annex this into the city, you know, that's, um, whatever the property is, that's what it is. So, yep. um, I, th- I think hopefully that's clear in, in, in regards to what I'm talking about. Um, right. And we'll yeah. get into it more. Um, anyways, um, this is funny. Uh, we're on that Cuban coffee, dude, because we talked <laughs> about this last week on the last Give No Ground. So yeah. um, Wild File had a great article as an op-ed in regards to, you know, the failed House Bill 173. So that was going to be the one and a half cent tax that would help fund education. And then it was the one, if you remember, Senator Kinski was talking about, okay, if we hit a certain point in our savings, then that's when it kicks in, um, yeah. blah, you know, and blah, blah, blah. We got to make cuts and all that stuff. So yep. that didn't, that obviously didn't go through for multiple reasons. I think we still had a lot of opposition to the tax part. Um, I think we had a lot of oppositions to using our savings. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously the feds came in, bailed us out. And so we can push this off for a year. Yeah. The, this article from Wild File was pretty much what we said. You know, the governor's like, I'm going to take a more you know, uh, a bigger stance into this. And it's kind of like, well, that's a little late. Like that probably would have been nice, uh, when we were debating house bill 173. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, we applaud you while file this article, the author for uh, this article, but, um, your op-ed though does not address the problems though. Uh, you know, the op-ed pretty much was trying to support 173 and there's, remember there's, I had big problems with it in regards to it's we're using our savings sure we'd cap it, but it's kind of like, so one, we're using our savings and not really addressing the spending issue Two, then once we hit the savings part, then the tax comes up. Right. And remember it didn't clarify where it goes. You know, yeah. there's, there were now I'm with him in regards to like a little late governor, maybe, you know, having your input sooner would have been nice, but right. I mean, I, at least I guess he's saying something because like you said, we have one more year to address this problem. Um, so I guess it is better late than never, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I think Senator Kinski put it best last week. Um, that savings account is known as the rainy day fund. Yes. Right. He said it's, you know, people have told us it's raining. We get the umbrella out. And he's like, we have been. <laughs> we, that's the problem is we have been. Yes. Um, and I don't think people realize that uh, quite as much. That We've been saying it for a long time. It's a spending problem. Um that money is being spent uh, inappropriately yeah, uh, and it's being tapped into more than it should be. Yes. Um, and we'll cover that more too. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to that. So, I mean, and we're going to talk about these, these different proposed taxes as well and how that really isn't going to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, again, going back to it's a spending problem. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's I mean, I guess it is better late than never. Yeah. You know, and like we said last time, it's the, the governor can't, uh, he can't. And this is, I think some people don't understand. He, he, he can say stuff to the public, right? but like in regards to with the supplemental budget, he's able to go in there and like make his recommendations an official yeah. recommendation. He cannot constitutionally do that to the K-12 block. And right. I think people don't understand that. Like he can say it, but it's like, it, it gives more weight when he's like, look, this is what I would do. Yeah. He can't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I, is, which is the problem with this whole 
K twelve right. thing. There's so. there's yeah, there's a lot more that goes into it. Yes. With the governor. Or with in return in regards yep. to K twelve. there's a lot more steps to it. Yes. So uh yeah. I don't know, it would be interesting to keep an eye on this. He says he's going to put together a um a task force, he said. Yep. Yeah. Um so a working group to survey communities and what they want the state's education model to include. Um, it'll be a long endeavor. Well, hopefully it's not that long because like we said, we have one year to, to figure this out. And so. really you have eight months, man, because it's April. Right. So Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. If you guys are planning on coming back in January, like you're supposed to. Yes. Yeah. Constitutionally. Right. Yes. You have eight months <laughs> and I wouldn't count on the feds bailing you out again. Nope. So nope. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, our representative Liz Cheney. Um, so obviously, uh, the Biden administration is going to pull out some troops out of Afghanistan. Yep. Um, Zach, what are your thoughts on this? I don't think we, you and I have ever. We've tried to stay away from the national stuff, but I think we can now start sharing kind of our opinions and thoughts on this kind of stuff. Yeah. Especially with Cheney, I, you know, the reason why we'll bring this up is because she's going to have a heavily flooded field um, for her race. So, and that's in two years, which is crazy. So, but anyway, right. It's, it's ways out, but, um, yeah, you know, I think over the last several years, my stance on what's going on in the Middle East has changed a lot. Yep. Um, and I think part of it is, has come from just more education on Mm -hmm. what's happened over there and how the U S has been involved in that for a long time. Like it goes back way before 2001. Um, oh, wait, yep, right. Even World War One, World War Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So, I, you know, if P, it's and it's fascinating history. Like, it really is to just to learn about that. I took some classes at, in MSU and didn't think I was going to like it and ended up being some of my favorite classes I ever took. Yeah. So the U.S. has had their fingers involved in the Middle East for a long time. Um, and actually, I just watched this movie uh, over the weekend, uh, Charlie Wilson's War. Have you oh, seen that okay, with no. uh, Tom Hanks? No, I have not. Um, and basically it talks about uh, the United States involvement in Afghanistan. Uh, and so this would have been like early 80s, 90s. Yep. Uh, yeah, it would have been late to mid 80s. Um, and the U.S. getting involved in the uh, help to fund the Mujahideen, uh, kick out the Soviets. Because yes. the Soviets invaded Afghanistan. Yep. The United States just threw... I, a ton of money. They start out. Uh, so the beginning of the movie starts out. There's like five million dollars in this uh, uh, special ops defense fund, and by the end of the movie, it's at three hundred million. Mm-hmm. So just threw a ton of money at this problem to fund the Mujahideen, give them weapons and all this stuff, and go through these kind of back alleys so that the United States didn't look like they were directly involved, right. you know, because yep. then there's bigger conflicts that come from that between the United States and the Soviet Union at that time. Anyway, it's yeah. a really cool movie. Um, and it shows you, we maybe started out with the, uh, well, this movie makes it look like we had the best intentions, oh, you sure. know, of trying to, you know, we're, we're standing up, we're fighting communism and oppression and, and yep. sure, you know, maybe that's the mentality of the time, but, uh, the end game was really where it screwed it all up. And I think at the end, I, uh, <laughs> Well, go watch the movie because the ending quote, there's yeah. like, you know, it kind of fades to black and then it gives the quote from Charlie Wilson, who was the senator at the time who kind of helped get this started, uh, sums it up really well. He's like, we, we did the, everything right up until the end game. We screwed up the end game. And he uses a specific four letter word, uh, starts with an F <laughs> on the end, <laughs> on the end game. But basically 
that's the long way of coming around to saying the United States has, has kind of messed up this whole uh, Middle East policy mm-hmm. going back to the 80s. Um, and so I think I agree with Liz Cheney when I say pulling out uh, without any other plan, I think is a mistake. Correct. That's what got us. Uh, bin Laden was part of the Mujahideen. Yes. Part of these freedom fighters that we were funding. Yes. And when we back out without anything and leave this power vacuum, that's when groups like Al Qaeda and the Taliban are formed. Yes. Um, that's how groups like ISIS were formed. Thank you, President Obama. So um, I think I think we need to be careful here. We need to have more solid strategy than just leaving. Yep. Uh, there needs to be... Now, of course, uh, we've been fighting that war for 20 years, and mm. it's it's insane. We need to pull up. We need to, We definitely need to get out, but we can't just leave. Yeah. There there needs to be some, some planning going on. Yep. There. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, Zach and I by no means, and there's very few people that are experts on us middle east relations um but i think that sums it up really well that we've been there longer than you think um i always go back to it 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 it, you know your history because it really it honestly this a lot of our foreign policy problems come from the cold war and and some would argue we are still in a cold war right we just you know it depends who you talk to in the the government maybe change yeah exactly (laughs) um because you're right, because we got involved in the 80s and 90s because, yes, the Soviets were trying to expand. Yep. And at the time, for whatever reason, public publicly, the U.S. could not say we are fighting the Soviets, right? Because that right. would probably have sparked World War III. Right. But my, my notes here, Zach, and you saw is this, this is the problem is – you know, we hand tie ourselves. It's either, it's either we do this where it's like, we're all out. Okay. We're, we're not involved. Right. Which is what kind of uh, Biden wants to do. The Democrats want to just say, Hey, no more war. We're out. Right. Well, okay. There's a problem there. Okay. Right. Which, you know, we've seen this, you know, Bin Laden gets in power or all these other guys get in power. And then we do this like, Oh, we need to go in there and stop these guys. It's like, right. Well, okay. We were there before. Okay. Um, now I think we can't just be there and just kind of half-ass it and then, you know, be like, well, what's going on here? You know, which I think I'm comfortable saying, I think one of the things that Trump administration did is he said, we are taking the fight to them straight period. And if you disagree with that, I mean, yeah, because you you either disagree with war or not, which is fine. Right. But he, he at least was all in on one, one goal. (laughs) Right. Right. And it was, I'm going to win. And now is that a dumb goal? Cause I really don't think you, you can win right. um, just because like we said, it started in the eighties. So you have generations of men who've grown up. That's all that they know. Exactly. So yeah. you just can't win that fight. But anyways, but you know, I, that I support him on, or I commend him that he was like, I'm going to do it this way. Yep. And actually you hear like Tim Kennedy and some of these other former special ops guys. And they're like, that's how you do it is because you need to fund our guys over there, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So, right. Um, right. and you said it best. Don't half-ass it. <laughs> give it your, give it yep. your, all. you're either all in or you're all out. Yep. And, and that's what you're know- getting at is there's no plan. Like we're just pulling out. It's like, okay, well, what are you going to do Yeah. to help are, are we just going to let the democracy crumble and all the work we've done or, right. um, you know, you're just going to let, you know, to be honest, Iran and then in Russia do whatever they want in that piece. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, again, it's this cold war sort of mentality. Mm-hmm. If we pull out, there's a power vacuum, you know, Iran is going to be meddling in there. Russia will probably most likely be meddling. Absolutely. In there. And, 
you will see a new group form with their sole purpose of destroying the United States. Yep. It's going to happen. So what do we do? Yeah. That's the question. What do we do? I yep. think I think even if we have the most solid plan on how to back out of there, it's still going to happen. What, so what do we do after that? Yep. Right. How do we prevent the terror attacks from happening uh, on our own soil? How do we prevent them from happening, you know, in these other places? And I don't know. There's no, I think the thing is, Zach, is there's no answer. I, I think right. that's, and um, go listen to Joe Rogan's Tim Kennedy. Cause he talks about this where he's like, look, man, he, he's like my, his stance, Tim Kennedy's stance was would I rather, you know, serve myself. Cause he went back and served mm-hmm. under the Trump administration. Would I rather serve in the middle East or would I rather have them fighting their war here? Right. Where my family and my friends live. Yep. And he's like, hell no. He's like, I would rather be there. That's right. his stance. You know, and I think Dan Crenshaw kind of has that same stance too of like, I'd rather, we'd rather have our servicemen and women fight that fight there than here at home. Yep. But you know, that's, and that's, they're just, you know, there needs to be more like them. Cause it's like, look, that's the reality of it. Right. Is there's evil people out there that want to destroy this country. Yeah. Would we rather fight them there or here? Right. And, uh, I mean, I really would encourage people listening to go and, and just get caught up on, on the history of the military. I mean, it's, it's fascinating. Yep. And there's seeing, seeing the rise of those empires and the fall of those empires and the Ottomans and just world war one, world war two yes. shape the middle East today. I mean, mm-hmm. it sets it all up and the United States is over there. Yep. Um, and, and like you said, you said it good we probably had good intentions sometimes and then we had bad intentions other times. I mean, that's just how it goes. Um, so anyways, but we bring this up because it's important for us to know with a loaded field, we're already two years out. We've got a loaded field running against Liz Cheney. Yep. You need to know where these guys stand guys or gals. I guess I don't know if there's another gal running against Liz Cheney, but you need to know where you stand on that. Yeah. Okay. So Liz Cheney is saying, no, you know, we can't just fully evacuate, right? We, we, we have to have a plan. You know, um, it's not, I will say this. It's not like we have a lot of troops over there anyways, right now. It's mostly just, you know, maintenance and, you know, oversight. So this is what she's talking about. It's like, what's our plan then when we fully leave? So anyway, so the field, um, it's all about the money, man. Uh, Liz Cheney in quarter one. What was it like? 1.5, 1.3 million she raised in quarter one. Yeah, something like that. Outrageous amount of money. Yeah, and they're all packs. I mean, that's where she get yep. her money. Is yep. All these packs. Um, she raised yeah 1.3 million. One million came from individual contributions. The other 300 came from political uh, action committees, which are uh, yeah. packs. Um, she's she's already rocking and rolling. Yep. Um, now her. Uh, her opponents are, are, I mean, they're raising some decent money too. The problem is, is they're all splitting, they're splitting the pot. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, it's a collective 1.5 million for three candidates. Yeah. So, there we go. Yeah. 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 Yep. yep. That's kind of hard. Come on, Cowboy State Daily. It's kind of hard to read there. <laughs> There's a ton of numbers here. <laughs> um, uh, if you're keeping score, so let's see. Anthony Bouchard, he was able to raise 300K pretty much. Yep. Man, he's a lot of expenditures though. Yeah. So he's he's wasted about half of that already. So he's only got one fifty on hand. Um Chuck Gray out of Casper, he raised one seventy. Yep. Oh, he saved a lot of that though, huh? Look at that. 
Um, and then who's the other person? Oh, there is a, there is a gal running Marissa Joy Selvig. <laughs> um, Oh, 1900 bucks. Yeah. She's probably not <laughs> going to do well. So anyways, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> the whole taken uh, good <laughs> luck. Um, anyways, that's why we brought that up about Liz Cheney is remember, you know, we're going to do this all the way up until the camp, the, the election. Yep. Um, cause you know, <laughs> you better be consistent on where you stand because right. um, she's been gosh dang consistent if you're a good old boy Republican. That's all I got to say. Right. Say what you will about her. Yep. But so anyway. She's been consistent. So. Um, and then, uh, do you already talk about this? Uh, no. Uh, this was interesting. Um, you found this also on Cowboy State Daily. Yeah. Uh, so our, our last story before we go into Give No Ground, um, businesses had to return about $8.2 million in CARES funds. Um, now is this, I just want to clarify, is this Wyoming businesses or all? Yeah, I think okay. it's Wyoming. So about 8,000 businesses throughout Wyoming received part of that $420 million from CARES. Um, uh, let's see here. Not all of that money pr- apparently was obtained in a proper way, which I mean, I don't know how that doesn't, that shouldn't surprise you. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. People found a way to, to, play the game and get, get money without, um, you know, going through the right way. So a lot of that money I think had to be returned. They ended up, you know, there were a ton of audits that came out and that money ended up, you know, getting returned, but there were also businesses who, uh, went through the, the right channels and got the money, uh, and then didn't just didn't spend it all before, uh, this was probably the December 31st of last year. Right. Okay. Yep. I think that, I think that's what it was. So um, I mean, for example, there, there was a, a business owner in Cody who owned a, a movie theater, um, and said, well, how much did he take out? He got about 510,000, uh, and then ended up returning about 160,000. Um, and I think his was more just like, I already know I'm not going to be able to spend, uh, you know, that whole 510. Yeah. Uh, but that's a lot. Yeah. The second one. So the second one. I can say this because my gray land services one. So the second one was easier to get because you just used the numbers from the last one. Right. So you're kind of able to get the same amount for the second go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, you know, a shorter time frame. And so especially if you're a business that, that actually has payroll, you know, you've got, you've got employees that you, you, you know, you have to prove used it. So, um, right. And, right. and so, um, but, uh, you're telling me a capitalist, uh, would, would take advantage of free money, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but yeah. obviously, obviously we're giving it back if they, you know, cause they're going to get caught if they didn't use it. Right. Right. Well, I don't know. I, sh- I, I shouldn't say yeah, I'm not saying that business didn't <laughs> use it. Yeah. But there were, I mean, there were people yeah. and there, those, uh, cases of fraud are being investigated. Yep. So. And that's why I guess just for that, that example in Cody, he just, he probably, he, he probably got 510 the first go take the other 510 and then the bank's probably like, just give back what you don't use and we'll go from there. So, yep. 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 So, but there was, uh, so, I mean, it was good. There were people who got the money that needed it. Obviously some people got more than they needed. Um, but I think, uh, I mean, that's a, that's a big number though, to give back 8.2 million. That's, I mean, yeah, that's a good, so, uh, not not going to our debt right there. Right. Yeah. So it'll just go to the next, uh, rollout. Yeah. The next, the next bailout, (laughs) the next trillion dollar bailout. So, so. All right. Um, I do want to give a shout out to 
our last advertiser here, Sheridan County Title. Um, we kind of talked about uh, Jess Hattervig at ERA Care Realty, but so yep. when you're buying or selling a home, you need to make sure you've got a good title service, double checking, you know, what right-of-ways are going across my property, um, you know, uh, who actually owns the property. So make sure you use Sheridan County Title, better service for a better price. They've been providing the best title service in Sheridan for over 50 years. Give them a call at 307-672-6478. Ask for Sasha. Nice. Um, all right, Zach, I am going to play uh, our favorite uh, single, uh, Black Tooth Mountain, and then we'll get into our Give No Ground. Awesome. I'm pushing hard for Black Tooth Mountain. The sheriff's pause is on my trail. All right. We go. That's by Hot Gaspacho. If you guys haven't listened to it already, yeah, go um, check it out on Spotify. Add it to a playlist. Yes. Add it to a playlist. Yep. All right. So give no ground again. Um, if you've enjoyed our show so far and you don't want to hear Zach and I's uh, opinions on some uh, heavy topics, you can leave now, like, share, and subscribe, tell your friends and family, um, or stick around. I do encourage you to stick around for this one because this is pretty important uh, stuff that we're going to get into. Yeah. Um, I do want to make mention, if you are interested in um, tax reform, um, you know, protecting um state spending, revenue, blah, blah, blah. There is going to be a Wyoming chapter of Americans for tax reform. So that will be coming up soon. We'll let you know when that is up and running. So there's going to be a Wyoming chapter of that. Um, So, you know, one of their biggest things they're going to fight, Zach, is the Wyoming lobbyists uh, using taxpayer money. Um, So like... you know, uh, and that goes for any lobby that's K-12. There's, you know, the teachers unions and all that stuff. And Right. Um, right. Something that Bo is, has been trying to fight for a while, though. Yep. So that's good. Yeah. So uh, anyways, that'll be Americans for tax reform. There'll, there'll be a Wyoming state chapter for that. Um, okay. Let's go into the numbers, Zach. So on Monday... On the 19th, uh, on the Go Be Wild page, we posted kind of a, a breakdown of numbers in regards to, um, you know, this idea of, oh, we can tax, you know, we can get a tax and save our save our budget deficit. And, yeah. um, you know, uh, there's there's the there's the rhetoric of oh, these good old boys Republicans are just in there not doing anything. And, um, you know, uh, yada, yada, whatever you want to say, Zach. Yeah. So let's dive deep into that. So we got this from... Um, the Senate Appropriations Committee uh, chairman, I believe, is is Kinsky, Senator Kinsky's on yep. that. Um, so he is uh, qualified to <laughs> right. give these numbers. Okay, I want to start with saying, remember K twelve, our deficit was going to be three hundred and thirty million dollars. Yeah. Okay, that's for one year. Okay. All right. Yeah, yep. that's for one year. Okay, yep. three hundred thirty million dollars. Okay, so keep that in mind. So three hundred thirty million. So we got to get three hundred thirty million dollars. Okay. One of the biggest, so we talked about the 178 bill that said if we ran out of our savings, okay, we would implement a one and a half cent tax, sales tax, okay? So that's a 28% increase in sales tax, by the way. Yep. Okay, that would only generate $229 million. 
Okay. Right. So, so we're still a hundred million dollars short. Yep. Okay. All right. So what about a 40% increase in residential property tax? Okay. That alone would only give us 178 million. Yep. Okay. Not, not anywhere close. Okay. A 78% increase in commercial property tax. Okay. That'd be 103 million. Okay. So maybe we do the 28% sales tax plus a 78% commercial tax. There we go. We just did it. Yep. Um, or, you know, people are saying, what about industry? You know, industry property tax. Okay. A 40% industry tax that only generates $86 million. Yeah. Okay. So nothing there. We did pass an increase in the fuel tax. Okay. So let's increase that another 26%. Okay. That only gets us $43 million. Right. Okay. So that's nothing either. Or the heavily favored one, this one I think is going to get a lot of push and we need to make sure we're out in front saying no, no, no. Yep. Okay. An income tax of 5%. That's freaking high, by the way. A 5% income tax is high. We were talking what, two? I think that was the highest. No, I think they said four. Was it four? Okay. so. 5% income tax would only generate $147 million. Yeah. Okay. As you kind of heard Zach and I talking, so you're going to have to do one of the, you were definitely, you're probably doing the sales tax. Yep. Okay. And then you're, you're, you've got to add one of those other ones. Yeah. And it'd probably be the income tax. Yep. I mean, if you're just looking at uh, those other ones are massive, uh, yep. Hikes. hikes. Yep. In your taxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so none of these have, were passed or, or approved, but the point is, even if we, if we passed one of these alone, it's not going to be enough. Yep. Um, and like we said about 178, there was no stipulation in there of what happened. So if you do the math, 129 plus 147, okay, so we're over 330. What happens with that extra? That was not discussed. Right. Okay. I don't feel comfortable that it all goes to K-12 because hold on, because the problem is it's a spending problem. Yeah. So if we if we do those two taxes, then all of a sudden it's just going to K twelve. Well, hold on, how much money do we just cut out of the budget, Zach? Four hundred and thirty million. Right. So time out. So we we've there needs to be a first an understanding of what's going on, and that's why we're doing this. So and then have the realization of like we can't do you can't do two of those you can't do over two of these. That's insane to our private sector. Right. Oh yeah. The, the whole point of pe- reason, the whole reason people are moving here is because there are less taxes. Yes. There's no income tax. There are ridiculously low property taxes, right? Sales taxes is, you know, fine. That's pretty standard across, across the country, but people are moving here because of that. If you're going to put taxes on businesses, the industrial property tax, that's going to destroy businesses. That's going to destroy uh, this diversification and the growing economy in this state. Yeah. So you're, you're absolutely right. These taxes, one or two, are all how many is that? One, two, three, four, five, five or six. All six of those would ruin Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, um, Senator Kinski made a good point. He's like, look, this whole this whole rhetoric of diversify, diversify, diversify. Okay, the state, I think, should have no seat at this table. Okay, right. There's, there's nothing at the state level that you are going to tell like an Elon Musk to come here. Okay. The only way you do that is one, they got to travel out here and see what's going on or they know other business people here and they tell him, Hey man, 
super low commercial tax, super low business tax, super low corporate tax, super low income tax. Yeah. Hmm. That gets the wheels turning. Right. We don't need state representatives to go to those people. They will come here. I promise you they'll come here. Yeah. And, right. and Senator Kinsky's like, look at Sheridan. We're already doing it. Yep. Okay. Now we can argue on who brought the people here, but right. Most but he of them. Is, he is yeah. right. Sheridan is doing it, uh, which was nice to see and nice to hear. I mean, he broke down the numbers. The second, I mean, still the highest I think right now is oil and gas work and mining Yep. and mining in Sheridan County. Second, those manufacturing and he broke down the prices or the, uh, the, uh, salaries, I think yes. how much money you're making in those fields, uh, and manufacturing was almost identical yes. to, uh, natural gas mining, uh, which was really cool to see and what he's, and that was Sheridan County. Those numbers were Sheridan County, yep. not just the state or, you know, based on averages across the country, that was just Sheridan County. So that was really cool to see. Um, so other, other places need to, to, to embrace that. Um, I know it's going to be hard for these small towns in Wyoming. There's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of them to embrace that. Yep. But if you get Sheridan, Gillette, Casper, Cheyenne, I even I would even throw Cody Powell. I think right. you, yeah. you had a guy in Kanye West trying to set up a shoe store out there. Right. Okay. He did, I guarantee yeah. you no one from the state of Wyoming went to Kanye West and said, Hey, come to Cody. Right. He did it himself. Right. So I mean you get those those places and it, I think it will be huge mm-hmm. for Wyoming. Yep. 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 Um I don't know if there's anything else we can hit on that, Zach. I think the biggest thing is 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 Kinski and I should have tried to take a picture of this. Is is the 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 increasing curve yeah. of okay? Say we did the sales tax, okay, and we cut a hundred million dollars out of education. Yeah. Problem is, we continue to give K-12 a 2% increase every year. Okay, so we yeah. still we cut it for one year, but guess what? It's going to increase back up. So what's that mean for our sales tax? Right. So e- either the state says we increase it or we're just taking a gamble on that there's more more sales. Yep. Which I would doubt if you're doing a 28% increase on sales tax, you know, that's probably not going to happen in two years. Yeah. And that's what he was getting at is, look, we're still in a deficit. And in 2025... <laughs> we are going to run out of our rainy day fund because we still keep dipping into it. Yeah. Yep. It was, he made a good point. You know, uh, people can't see, but the, the cost per or the spending is, is continuing to grow and go up. Um, and so the, the spending is continuing to go up on this curve and then the taxes are going to have to kind of do a stair step to keep up with it. Um, because it's, it's, uh, just, I mean, just think about it. The spending continues to go, but so the revenue needed to continue that is going to continue, is going to have to continue to go. So it's not just going to be this one time, uh, sales tax increase. That's going to have to change every year, uh, that they vote on this. So it, it's, there was another thing of uh, the breakdown, I think by 2025, the just K-12 alone deficit is going to be a billion dollars or just short of a billion dollars, which is insane. And like you said, the 2% increase to spending for K-12 is, is a problem as well. And there, part of that reason is that, uh, school districts across the, the state get a block grant or block funding. And then the school districts decide where that money goes and how it's spent. The other thing is when they reach the end of their school year, they 
if they come in under budget, so say Sheridan County School District 2 comes in under budget, they saved money this year, they still have to spend that money because yes. next year, that's how much they're gonna re- their budget's going to get reduced. So why, why are we penalizing school districts who are coming in under budget? Yes. Why not allow school districts to take that money and put it in their own savings account, the school district's own savings account? So that they can, you know, continue to build that up and just in case this ever happens, yep. you know, and then they have some sort of, some sort of, uh, fallback, you know, or even, even if I, I think that needs to be a, a discussion that we have. Yep. Yeah. And that's, and that's, that's something that's never been talked about. Zach is, is, and I think now, you know, Senator Kinski explained that he's like, look, we give the school district $16,000 per kid to the districts. Yeah. They get to do whatever they want with it. Is that right or wrong? He's like, I don't know. He's like, but guess what? That's your voice. You can go to the school board meetings. You can go to those meetings and figure out, hey, right. where's all this money going? And you're exactly right. Sheridan County, why are we getting penalized if we're saving our money and, and being under budget? We should be able to cash that in, hold on to it. Um because right. I guarantee you, we've been doing that for years. I would imagine. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because we've had a very it well goes the same way with yeah. any any state funded organization. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. The when we looked at the price per per student, that's an interesting statistic too. Yes. I want to see more breakdown on that, specifically when you look across the the states in this region, um, because when you think about it, all right, Wyoming pays about sixteen thousand dollars per student, but then you have a state like South Dakota, who probably has a little bit higher population than Wyoming. You you think that it probably is about the same, right? When you consider all those students, and you had the same amount of students in Wyoming, that sixteen thousand probably ends up looking more like twelve thousand or what ten thousand, whatever it was for, right, right, for right. South Dakota, just because you get you know there's more students. So, I'd like to see more on how Wyoming how that breakdown looks. If that's just all across, this is how much it costs to the Wyoming budget. So three hundred thirty million divided by however many students, uh, then okay, you know it it makes sense. Yeah, um, when, and then you add those other students in for, to make the population the same as those other states. But again, going, I think there are a lot of solutions to this. There are a lot of ways to give more power to school districts because school districts decide where that money goes. Yes. The state just says, here's how much you, you know, here's how much we're giving you. Uh, And then that's probably based on student size too. Right. And uh, and that school district. So here you go. You decide how how you spend that. So they pay the salaries, the benefits, uh, and then whatever else they need, the technology, new, new, whatever upkeep and and maintenance and stuff like that. So, um, but like you said, you can sit in on those meetings you can, and I think it was Dave who said, or maybe it was Bo, it, not everybody understands it, the, the K-12 financing and the budget. Some people understand it more than others. So you're going to have to attend a lot of meetings to yeah. understand that. But Well, and this, this is the whole thing though, is our listeners, you Wyoming knuckleheads, you have the power to go to that meeting, yep. harass those don't harass them, but question those trustees, yep. trust, question those board members, figure out where is the money going? Yeah. You could do the math. If you're here in Sheridan, you could probably get a list of how many students we have by $16,000 and you can figure out, okay, this is how much the school district two got. Yep. Where is that getting spent? Right. Plain and simple. And then you go from there and you go to those trustees and say, Hey, break it down for me. Where's it all going? Right. Okay. So there you go. Yep. You know, the, and Absolutely. that's, and that was kind of what Senator Kinski left it off with is like, look, 
if you want the state legislator to have more power, let us know. And I guess we'll do it. He's like, but right now it's in the power of the people. Yeah. You know, you, know, you guys can go speak up, you know? And, and again, he kind of mentioned Sheridan County. We do a pretty good job. We do. We do. And so it's not bashing the other parts of the state, but it's kind of like you guys can speak up for yourselves too. Yep. Um, yeah. Or, and like, and like you're giving an example of, Hey, if we're, if we're saving a million dollars, we should be able to, to bank that in. Yeah. Right. Why do we have to spend it? Let's yep. bank it. Exactly. So anyways. Yep. Um, um, you know, we, we talked about this last week with gun control. Um, it's, the people need to start yes. being more, there needs to be this grassroots movement and give we no, need to see it returning. Give no um, ground. Yeah. We need to see people getting involved in just getting involved. Uh, regardless of whatever side you fall on, you, you just got to get involved. Yeah. Um, Senator uh, Kinski, I think also said federalism is pretty much dead. Um, and I think now is the time to make sure that it's not dead and it's going to change. Federalism is going to change. It's changed throughout the 200 some years of our country's existence. It's time for federalism to change again. Yes. Um, and change in the, the, the strength of the people. So, Mm -hmm. um, and that only happens if people get involved, if people, uh, educate themselves and if people go and they have these conversations with their representatives, Wyoming is the most, uh, is the easiest state to get in touch with your representatives. Yes. It is the easiest. You, you'll see them at the grocery store. You'll see them at events that like we were at, know who they are, go talk to them, get in touch with them. It, it is so easy to do in Wyoming. We're incredibly fortunate to have, have that access to our representatives. Um, you just got to get involved. Yep. You just got to do it. Get your voice. Yep. Yeah. Give no ground. Go to, go to your school, school board meetings, figure out what's going on. Yep. Uh, with that being said, give no ground. Um, like we were saying earlier, so Senate file 157, okay. Property rights bill. So Zach, I'm just going to go through a couple, um, just some key points here. So what this bill does, um, you know, it is, it's pervert, it's preserving local control. So it's not this, this isn't changing anything for any local municipalities. (laughs) Municipalities. Yeah. Municipalities. (laughs) Sorry. Geez. Um, (laughs) as well as it, 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 it protects private property. Okay. Okay. Those are two big, that's a two big wins. Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. All right. What this is doing is it's telling, it's clarifying that local, local authorities cannot innovate or change methods of zoning. Okay. Okay. Just because they want to, that's, that's in essence what title 15 is. Sure. is you just, you can't just make up new rules when you want. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which that sounds good to me. Okay. Yeah. You know, this, the city of Sheridan can't just come up with, ah, no, can't get that. Like, right. you know, for whatever reason they want. Okay. You know, and again, this is talking about, you know, municipal sewer, sewer connections, you know, water, water connections. What other, you know, what other questions do you have on this act? Um, um, I don't know. It just, it sounds like, like you said, local governments have to abide by what the state government has set. Yes. Um, and I think that is, that is a good thing because the way the state has it set up right now, very in favor of private property protection, private property rights who, you know, protecting your, your right to own things, your right to property. So, and, um, and here's the definition here in regards to what we're talking about. So I kind of gave that example. So somebody died. 
So the family's subdividing and they want to zone this new property into the city under current under, and I should make that clear under current city zoning laws. Yeah. Okay. So they're not changing anything. These private, these private owners trying to get into the city. What this bill would do is say, Hey, look, that city cannot leverage that connection Mm -hmm. to get what they want. Okay. If, if it's so in Sheridan, it's, um, there's, there's like multiple, multiple, um, multiple residents, right? So if I want to build an apartment building, okay. And that lot is that zone. Yep. If I want to do that, the city cannot, for whatever reason, say, no, we don't like that. If it's already zoned that way, too bad. I'm doing it. Right. If you know what I mean, if, if everything falls into line with the current zone law. So the city cannot leverage that and say, no, we want it this way. Yeah. If, if the zone says it is a, is a free market K zone, you know, whatever that is, they can't leverage that over the, over the private landowner. That makes sense. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You, it's sticking to the rules that you made. Yes, exactly. So, and, and that is covered in title 15, that state statute. So that's, that's a state statute. So no right. city can oversee the state. Okay. And that's another thing they're clearing up. Yeah. That's about it. Actually, it's super simple bill. Um, yeah. I'm just trying to make sure I'm not missing any big stuff, but <laughs> so it's not overstepping. I think another thing to clear up is it's not overstepping the state, right? This, right. Again, this is all local. This is, this is, you know, using that example here in Sheridan. Yep. That's it. That's, it's a done deal. Cause that's, that is statute, you know, title 15 in this Wyoming state statutes. Right. So, yep. Anyways, this was, this was, uh, this is in front of the governor. So if you're a big, uh, big property rights person, give the governor a call and let him know he should sign it. There should be no qualms with this one. Yep. Um, super basic. Yep. Pretty Again, straightforward. Yep. That's a Senate file 157 property rights and limitations on local authority. So the bill name is super long and a little, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe confusing a little bit, but yeah, that's what that is. So right there, um, yeah, a little sh- kept it under an hour there, Zach. Good. Um, what are you most looking forward to uh, this summer, dude? Summer, man. There's gonna be so much. Uh, I think I said last week I got tickets to uh, Shine Frontier Days oh, concert yeah. down yeah, there, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, probably go to the rodeo and uh, nice, nice swing dance a little bit. Get, oh yeah, get some party going. <laughs> yeah. Um, so man, I'm I'm looking forward to fishing. Just having ton of time uh to just go and do the things i want to do relax so. you're graduated have a job yep um yep. as you're saying smooth sailing as you're saying all this i'm looking out the window and it's freaking snowing again oh, crap. gosh dang it <laughs> i was i was very frustrated yesterday morning let me say i woke up to that i was like i'm getting a little pissed off right now i'm like looking at that i'm like are you freaking kidding me april 20th that was one reason why i was a little late to our meeting because i had so much <laughs> snow to clear out of the way so <laughs> uh, well thank you for sticking with us all the way through um again please like share and subscribe that really helps us out it helps us know uh you know our listener base helps us get more advertisers helps us get more sponsors and or sorry god i guess stop saying sponsors advertisers, advertisers and yep. partners right um and speaking of partners again dyt solutions they've been great help for us um they're a growing wyoming company we're hopefully a growing uh, wyoming brand so uh, go to their website dyt solutions thanks for sticking with us and remember go byo Go be Wyoming, give no ground, find your voice, um, and we'll catch you next time. Zach, we'll catch you later. Sounds good.